All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yes, sir. We are ready to roll on a whatever day it is. That's the day. I went, whatever day it is. Whatever today. day it is. It's, it's a game that day. day. So welcome to uh, that day. Welcome to game day. Hink. Get your helmet on. The first meeting of the season between the Vancouver Canucks and the Calgary Flames. Ah, oh, the Vancouver Canucks and the Calgary Flames. How's it going, Vancouver Canucks and Calgary Flames well, fans? They're right there behind the flames in the standings. I was going to say, and one in city Vancouver, is just like smoking rubble, yeah. and it's like wasteland. It's like, oh, the apocalypse happened here. That's crazy. Is there any life here? And the other's like, no, we're going to stay the course. We'll be okay. Yeah. One team is talking about who should they not sell at the deadline. Right. Yeah. And the other team is who can, who can we, we get at the deadline? deadline. Yeah. There are, what, four points separating the two teams? Yeah, I think uh, a win or two, a difference. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Is that just a Vancouver thing? I think it's kind of the life cycle thing. And I think there's a little more stability here where it's the people in the jobs, they have um, a little more track record. Like, do you know who's going to be coaching the Canucks in a month? I don't. <laughs> I know who's coaching the Flames in a month. What do we know about the Canucks GM? Not a lot. Who makes the decisions there? I really don't know. And this is maybe not a good example to throw out, but I... Th- how much of it is to do with their goaltending play because Demko yeah. is injured and it's been and he's on. He's had a tough year. Meanwhile, in Calgary, you know who the two goalies are, but I don't know, are they getting 
world's better goaltending. I don't I know that goaltending's been a huge know. gap. I feel like Flames fans have been happy with Vladar, and I guess the last week you got a 9.53 from Markstrom in his last two starts. That's the tiniest of samples, but he looked really damn good against Montreal, so there's probably a little more confidence than Spencer Martin or Colin Delia or Colin Delia, Delia, yeah. depending how uh, and when we talked about him in the last five years. It's going to be hard for the Flames to game plan because they've never played against Spencer Martin and only once against Colin Delia. The so. good news is, though, is they can call the AHL team and ask them about oh, Spencer Martin. <laughs> you know, and, and that's what it is for the Canucks. Uh, goals for ninth in the NHL. Okay. Their power play since, what, October 24th, I think I saw this morning. Number one in the league. Wow. Yeah, well, Pedersen's been on a heater here. He's got a couple overtime goals of late, too. Goals against uh, 30th. So, yeah, it would seem like They scoring. just need to spend more on their D. <laughs> Except that, that they're is. already spending way more on their D than the Flames to have one of the worst D in the NHL. Yeah, and I did see some of the hand-wringing is over whether or not you should trade Luke Shen. Mm. Well, it's a character guy. Character guy, and when they lost... Chris Tanev, the character. Mm. Of the I don't know they're the really same player. Down. Don't think so? No, I really don't. No. I'm sure they're both great guys. Eight o'clock start tonight. We oh, know eight. that uh, Markstrom's going to go. Markstrom is in, and rightfully so. I think we you were tweeting at 1,000 in the morning today saying, it's got to be Markstrom tonight, right? And Former like, team, Dean, been playing to, great. Dean, go to sleep. Don't, don't, don't tweet about Markstrom at 348 in the morning. <laughs> You're fucking crazy. <laughs> Get some sleep. As we and, and we alluded to yesterday. Get some dude some run support. Yes. He's had three goals in run support total his last four games. In All four of them losses. Yes. Well, I need to understand why. When you score zero, one, one, and one. Yeah. Yeah. Just get me two, guys. Could you get Ooh, me two? two? That feels like a lot. <laughs> Daryl says it's a 3-2 league. 3-2 league. Now, morning skate. No Chris Tanev, not surprising after the shot he took a couple nights ago. When he left that game, there was not a, hey, he'll be back down the tunnel in a moment. It's like, oof. No. When will we see him next? Uyghur and Lindholm back on the ice, both in regular rushes during practice or during uh, the morning skate for what that's worth. So I expect worrying, both of yeah. those guys to play. Looks like Phillips will come out. Richie comes back in. Some Maybe some... Shuffling in the bottom six. We can talk about it later. That's yeah, all right. It's not the biggest deal, but not the guy's post is going pretty good. Yeah. Eight o'clock, though, eh? Good for me. Do I, we still I, get to bitch even though I, we don't have to get up at three I, or four I, in the it's, morning? It's perfect for me. My kids are almost asleep by that point. For you, I worry. Because I feel like you're a sneaky fall asleep early and then wake up in the middle of the night and either cook stew or just stew. It's over not ideal. In your life. It's a lot of stewing. Yeah. yeah. Stressing and it's stewing. The, it's the stew existence. Yeah. Uh, we are sending someone to the game tonight. Mad Rose Pub. Me, no, no, no. You got those kids. You got those kids to put to bed. <laughs> it's a late game, Dean. Mad Rose Pub, our hookup for tickets with the Flames tonight. We were on Twitter yesterday. Hey, uh, tag and follow in this whole thing. Yeah. Matt McQueen. Really? Maddie the McQueen. Matt McQueen? Yeah. Double Maddie. Mad Magic Mitts, Matt, Matt McQueen. Matt McQueen off to the game tonight. Congratulations, Matt. I think our next chance is now in the new year. I think it better be because there's uh, not a lot of shows between now and well, the next home. Didn't yeah. we give a week? Arizona, Minnesota, Vancouver. We yeah. That's three guys. It's a lot of late. What else do you want? Jesus Christ. Lay well, off. You want me to go buy you the nachos and put the cheese God. in the little container for you? You can do that. Every You're grown game. up. Jeez. So congrats, Matt. In the new year, more chances to win. Madrose.pub. And I hear we're going. Get your own damn nachos, Matt. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we're getting you in the game. You get your nachos. Get off your wallet, you cheap prick. 
Congrats, Matt. Love you, Matt. Um, we are putting the Top Shelf Elf Christmas thing to bed tonight, 10 p.m. The donation page and the auction page will close. Mm-hmm. We'll gather up the loot. We'll send it off to closer to home. But as it turns out, we're not the only ones trying to do trying to save Christmas. Nice things for for people. Well, Santa. This is a this is the rare time that we actually are trying to do something nice for other people. We we met people that were better than us, and they had some good ideas, and we oh, yeah, found they, we could help yeah, them whatever, a little bit. Whatever. But mostly, know. it's people better than us. Yeah. But we'll get into that uh, in a little bit because the the packages are worth uh, attention and your bids and all of that. And again, depending on when you listen to this, because it's podcast, but uh, ten o'clock tonight, or by the time you listen to it, it could be over. Whatever. We'll talk about that. But uh, our next guest joining us here in studio, he is all he does is nice things. He's for a giver. People. He gives and, and he, he gives, gives and he, he gives. gives. God, he buys his own nachos. You're damn right he does. A member of the 1989 Stanley Cup champion Calgary Flames joining us here in Martaloop in our studios, the Tower Chrysler Studios. He is Colin Patterson. Patter! 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 Harum, harum. Thank you, guys. I just, you know what? I was so excited when you invited me on the show, and I can't wait to see and talk to Rhett. Yeah, yeah, Rhett, tell yeah. you there. Rhett. Rhett. <laughs> oh yeah there it is oh, no. as we fade to black you put on you're wearing your bills uh, I, I said Rhett's gonna love this covering everything for him you know the alumni the bills like, oh, yeah oh. there it is there our, is. there's our four shot there's, there's our four Rhett. shot yeah, yeah. to the Perfect. bottom left. just the black Usually, you didn't let him know I was coming on early did you well I think he knew you were coming oh, on maybe yeah. yeah that's actually a close up of Rhett's heart that's why it's pitch black <laughs> I'm sure it's a coincidence, Patter. Don't take it personal. Don't take it personal at all. Uh, And so, are you a Bills fan now? Because you're a former Saber. Saber, Yeah, former Saber. Obviously, a Bills fan. Uh, Became a Bills fan back in the '70s. Well, pre-Sabers. Wow. Yeah, yeah, pre-Sabers, and you know, back in the if we can say his name, OJ, the Mm. Juice days. Yeah, yeah. You know, and they had a. It was a pretty exciting team back then, and then they went through a little bit of a lull, and then in the 90s, obviously, they had a just a great team with Jim Kelly leading yeah. the, the troops, and we were, you know, we happened to be there for two of the runs uh, for the, you know, Super Bowl, and the place, I mean, Buffalo is, you know, football crazy. Yeah. Oh, hockey, hockey's good, but, it, you know, it's crazy for football. Because you're an Ontario kid, right? Exactly. So, right there. did you get to games, or was it just kind of one of those things, they were proximity? Oh. Proximity, but I went to a couple of games too as well. Yeah. And, you know, much like the snow they had a couple of weeks ago, my first game they had a huge snowfall, and it was against Minnesota Vikings. And Chuck Foreman, who was a running back for Minnesota, got hit in the eye with a snowball. Come on. And, yeah, and then bad mouth, obviously Buffalo. So, of course, yeah. yeah. Can't come to Buffalo. But crazy crazy yeah. game. It took us about two and a half to three hours to get there from Toronto. And it took probably five hours to get home. Yeah, it was awful. Awful. <laughs> Do you keep tabs so, with OJ? Are you still tight with no, the juice? No, you know, no. but I, I, did see him, I did see him on the highway uh, back in <laughs> 1980, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah, down in L.A. Now, I might yeah. have my timeline wrong, but he's looking for the killers, so he's real busy. <laughs> now, he's busy now. now you see him on the highway. He's just picking garbage in the, <laughs> right? in, in the dish. Yeah, that's right. With he's that lucky he's not wearing the orange suit Well, we're going to shoot... The shit here with you but i want to get it before because i will forget about it you with the uh, the flames alumni it, 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 we're having some fun but it's true every it seems like every two or three days members of the alumni you're either bagging lunches for kids to take to school or you're 
you know, you're, you're in the community a ton. And I, for, for our perspective, it's the most active alumni in the National Hockey League. I don't even know if you would argue with that. We hear that St. Louis does great things, but the Calgary Flames alumni does a ton. The, uh, the toy drive is on once again. If Rhett were here, he'd take credit for it. He That's would say, right. yeah, I yeah. started this in Buffalo. Duh, I well, I did this in uh, Buffalo. <laughs> <That's yeah. right. laughs> he's, it's and, his idea. He's idea guy. And you know what? He is an idea guy, and he did bring the idea of the Flames <laughs> alumni, and he, he was, he was, you know, he was the chairman See, of, the, of the drive, and, you know, he did a great job. Yeah. And now Pulled Joel the pin out of the grenade, started. threw yeah. it over the fence, and then ran. <laughs> Go get exactly. him, boys. Yeah. <laughs> but that's his style. And once you know the style, it's great. Yeah. You know? And I mean, this, this concept <laughs> of him, uh, of, you know, coming up with the toy drive for us was great. It was brilliant. Because, you know what? We, our alumni, as you said, does a lot of stuff. We probably did. 200 events last year our alumni that's incredible. different separate events you know through the year yeah because guys are going to schools they're going to hospitals they've got you know women in need they've got uh you know kids sport cp kids you know golf tournaments hockey games you know we've got a game coming up on friday uh the mustard seed huh we, we play a game to at springbank school and this is, I think, our probably our 19th or 20th year we've done it. Yeah. And it was all started by Lanny's, one of Lanny's sons, Graham, who said, Dad, you know, we want to do something for the mustard seed, but, you know, we'd like to have something where the Flames alumni come out and help out. So we have a game at uh, Springbank, and the kids, to get in, they have to bring a sock filled with, you know, whatever items they can put in that, you know, people from the mustard seed are going to need. Gotcha. And it's great. And then, you know, they get cash donations and some food donations. So, yeah, it's a, you know, this is, I think, our 19th or 20th year we've done this. It is amazing. 200 events. Like, that's that's not so. Yeah. Like, you're busier than some rinks in this country. <laughs> so, on the screen now on our, on our YouTube feed, but uh, if you're listening, the TELUS building... The, the, the beautiful new Telesky building between now and Friday the 16th, which is just a couple days. You can drop off toys there. The game on Friday against the St. Louis Blues. If you're going to the game, drop off a toy. There's going to be yeah. alumni members there. You can get an autograph. And then there's some, you know, go to flamesalumni.com is probably the way to go. All the details there. Absolutely. And you know what? There's a couple other drop-off locations sure. too. Eau Claire Market, or Claire Tower, I guess it's called. And then Centennial Place and then the Devon Tower. So they've got locations there that you can drop stuff off, obviously, with the Telesky. And Telus has become a great partner with us this year. And it's, it's really good to have that. Um, you know, obviously, the toys are needed. The gifts are needed. But one thing that, you know, we tend to forget is the food vouchers and uh, cards for, um, you know, all the different um, grocery stores sure. that people will need to go to. Because I think this year it's going to be a lot different than years in the past where there's going to be a tremendous need for that. Yeah, You know, Greg Keller with Bonton Meats is one of our great sponsors, and he had kind of said that you can, and it's no disrespect, you can give away a turkey or you can do that sort of thing. Well, that's one meal. But if you can do cards or whatever, you can spread it over a few meals, you can make it, maybe make it count a little bit more. So for sure, those, uh, those are very important. The... Um, and, and now, do you guys, because I saw some of the videos online, I saw Otto and yourself and Jell and I guys yeah. delivering some of that stuff. Is that still happening? Yeah, we go out the morning of the 24th, Christmas Eve, and we deliver. We go out with the, you know, the Calgary Police, and it's the Calgary Police Services yeah. and the Calgary Police Youth Society that, that help drive this, too. They bring the families, and, and they have a great program. And so we go out with them, and we deliver gifts. Uh, 
Yeah, you know, I mean, if we're going back to Rexdale where I grew up and the, the police, you know, vehicle pulled up there, the lights would be out and everybody would be running out the back door. But, no, it's it's great to help out and it's great that, you know, we have that connection with the police too to be able to help support them. Can you describe those emotions? It, it's tough. I mean, you know, there's places you walk into where they have absolutely zero things under the tree and there might be three or four kids there. And it's just, it's gut-wrenching that way to, to think of the, the need that is in this city. And, you know, when you're able to come in with a, I mean, a bag load of toys, uh, it's just a great feeling. And, and everybody is very thankful and appreciative of it. You know, whether it's the parents, the grandparents, the aunts and uncles, and the kids are just beside themselves. And typically, you know, with the parents, we say, let them open one gift. Because yeah. it's <laughs> tough to, you know, you know, you put out all these gifts and they got to wait another, you know, another day to open them. Yeah. So you, you get to see the joy in their faces, too, of opening an item. And, and some people are, you know, new to Canada and some are, you know, uh, many generations here. So it it is a wide variety of people that you help and support. And it's, you know, as I said, it's very warming and heartwarming to be able to help out and do a little bit, you know, to our part to make somebody's day or life better. Yeah, and you think about the kids, they get toys and that's great, but how great the gift is you're giving to the parents who suddenly have Christmas for their kids. I, You don't think about in that vein until you have kids of your own and then you think what if this were the situation how what a gift to have someone show up at your door and and have presents for their kids it's amazing i i would think it's got to be extremely emotional door because it's just okay you gotta get get over okay next house yeah. and then you go through all those emotions again just house after house after house um is, is there any way are, are you behind in terms or do you have any idea where you are at as far as gathering toys the need that as uh, the supply where you're at right now yeah sort of the the need is more the you know the question right now because you know supply will happen over the next few days when people start you know generously giving gifts and and being at the rink and you know donating as well but uh, the needs are you know as we talked about the food and clothing is also a, a big need you know jackets and last year we went out and we got jackets for you know all the families and you know they they need those and yeah. i remember you know funny story about about five years ago when we first started this we you know we had one of the families and they said you know they're new to canada they need winter coach you know well what size are they well large and you know um a medium you know large men medium women so you know we got there had the large men's and you know unfortunately this guy was about five five and yeah. you know this thing was just draping off him and and you know the poor mother you know the lady was you know probably a small yeah. you know but in you know, but we helped them out and we went back, we got the right size jackets, but those are always key things, you know, toques and gloves and stuff like that. Uh, obviously the toys are big and, you know, the, the range of toys, it goes from, you know, babies, infants to, you know, kids who are 19 or 20. Yeah. Uh, it is a wide range. And what we do is we have extra toys. We go to women in need and we go to the children's hospital with them. I was going to ask you about that. Is there... If if people see this, hear this, and want to bring toys to the game or whatever, is there any kind of direction that we can give them, or it's just anything that's toy related is going to work? Yeah, I think anything. You know, I mean, it's tough to say, hey, yeah. we, we need this particular one because then you end up with you know a thousand of those items. Yeah, I guess. But yeah. so it's just yeah, whatever people feel that they can you know do to support us is great. 
And we're always uh, very appreciative of whatever people can bring. And, you know, you get, you know, young kids coming in and it's a, a great lesson for them. They're, you know, their parents make them come up and give us the gift. And it's really neat to see, the, you know, the joy in their face too. Flamesalumni.com, right? That Calgary Flamesalumni.com. Yeah. you got Calgary in front. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on the website now. Okay. Yeah. Calgaryflamesalumni.com. All of the uh, the drop-off points, all the details that you need, we'll, uh, we'll throw that graphic up later on before we uh, say goodbye to Patter. But that is the way to do it. Awesome job. I was looking this morning. Uh, we're with Flames Nation. Flamesnation.ca. Number 47 on the all-time list of the top 50 Calgary Flames. Wow. Congratulations. Well, thank you. Well, it'll be a couple more years, maybe half a year before I'll be pushed out to 51. <laughs> no, I, I think and then, you guys that were going to be in that top 50 just got yeah. the boot. I don't know. <laughs> it's hard. You I might be solidified in there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure who's voting. Both my parents have passed, so I'm not, I'm not quite no, sure. No, it's our boys at Flames Nation. They, they're oh. good at lists. They, that's uh, And I, I was looking, you know, second in Selkie voting. Saw one that. year. I was like, yeah. Mm, yeah. 14 even strength goals. Yeah. That's not nothing. Oh, okay, we'll take that. Yeah, you beat out Pep. Pep was forty. Well, I guess he beat Pep. you up. I only by two. Yuri Hoodler forty six. You beat out Glenn Cross. Wow, Glenn's a shocker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, he's gonna be sorry well, about that. No, he. You know, but <laughs> you can flip that in our alumni games. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah. It's a bit of a gap there. Yeah. I've done a lot of dinners and functions over the years with with Patter, and the one thing that always you have to say, everyone remembers the Lanny goal. Yeah. Montreal Forum, out of the penalty box, nearly screwed everybody with the penalty, but yeah. no, they, we killed it off. And then he comes out and gets all the glory for scoring the big goal. You know who else has scored in that game? I mean, mm. you don't win without the Colin Patterson goal that came earlier on in the game, right, Patterson? No one remembers that. It's just stuff. a game time nope. goal for Lanny, if not for you. Yeah. You know, had Vernie got a shutout, I would have the game winning goal. That's right. Come on, yeah. Vernie. Friggin' Vernon. Let's go. Yeah. My roommate, man, I tell him. <laughs> Stop the puck. Do people still love getting you to tell the stories? Because every time I see out there, it's people, oh, can I see the ring? Can you yeah. tell us a story? So what was it like? And in the Montreal Forum, the only team that ever, they still love it, don't they? They do. And, it, you know, and it's great to revisit those years and the, the games, and, and especially that year in particular and winning the Cup. It, it you know, I shouldn't say it never gets old, but it, it truly doesn't. I mean, it, it was such a, you know, special moment. And I always say that, uh, we probably should have won two or three Stanley Cups during that time frame, but you know you're lucky at the end of it to win one. I know so many great players that didn't even get a sniff at you know getting to the finals, yeah. let alone winning one. So I feel very fortunate, you know, to be on that team to win one and and to actually you know contribute at some point. Now you guys ran out of beer on the flight home with the cup. Is that right? You had to yeah. land the plane to get more. Well, we're we're <laughs> we're trying to get Cliff to land the plane in Winnipeg of all places to get yeah. more beer. And he said, no, that's, you know, <laughs> we're good fellas. Maybe yeah, just yeah. sleep this one off yeah, for a yeah. bit. <laughs> or, or, or just maybe getting the hard liquor, you know? <laughs> yeah. And wasn't it, uh, it was Peter Mars brother that got underneath to get the cup. Isn't that how it, cause it was actually the, Al Murray. Oh, was it Al Murray? Yeah. Bearcat's it's in the case. Son. Yeah. That's what it there was. was. Yeah. Yes. So it was Al Murray and they went down and they got the, uh, they talked to the guys at air Canada at the time to get the big, you know, jaws of life out, uh, cut the cup open and bring it up 
It was great. So they put it in the back washroom to, and nobody knew about it. There's only a few people that So knew. it was locked and you guys literally yeah, cut it literally out of the Literally box. cut it out. They had oh, to wow. get the jaws of life and they said to cut a thing. And um, so they got it on and it was great because the pilot comes on and says, hey, we got a special guest. And, you know, then Lanny and uh, Pep, I think, and Huntsy brought the cup out of there. Oh, it, was, it was spectacular. Yeah. yeah. It was really good. <laughs> and, you know, just to have it, you know, on the plane for the ride home was yeah was really neat. So we had, you know, the, the wives could come and, you know, girlfriends, significant others, you know, friends with benefits, whatever you, you know, I think I've covered the gamut. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah. So uh, my wife couldn't come because we, we just had our first child, Stephanie, and uh, that was during the Chicago series. So uh, it was neat to have the cup and, you know, I, I had, I was sitting beside the cup for probably, you know, 45 minutes and had some great impromptu pictures, you know, with the guys, you know, putting some beer and having a drink out of it on the plane. And yeah, it was really, it was just really special. Unreal. And uh, Tyler, uh, right next to you, our fine uh, producer here, was suggesting that uh, the, the tradition of the Cup getting a visit with the players, that was the 89 crew that started that, or, or how did they come to be? Yeah, it's uh, interesting. You just put a, a picture up with uh, Phil Pritchard and myself, and what happened was we were back for the NHL awards dinner, and uh, I went up to the guy who was head of NHL security, Frank Torpy. He has a you know an old... Uh, uh, New York cop, and he was oh, head yeah. of NHL security. And so I asked him, I said, hey, Frank, you know, my parents live in Rexdale. We're in Toronto, so can I get the cup back to my parents' place? And he goes, ah, Colin, can't do it. You know, they, the, the Oilers erect everything for everybody. And, you know, it's in the bottom of pools. It's at, you know, places that it shouldn't be. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's high, high security. I said, okay, whatever. Because what they used to do was just take it to the city and, you know, the people yeah. and the guys in the city would, you know, take it home or whatever. But it wasn't like a sanctioned event. So sure enough, you know, around the corner comes Phil Pritchard. And Phil's the guy with the white gloves who yep. you see in, you know, in, in all the TV spots and, and on the ice when they present the cup. And so he said to me, hey, Colin, you know, where do your parents live? I said, they live in Rexdale. And he goes, well, I can probably get it out there for you, you know, tomorrow morning, say, you know, 9, 930 or whatever. And I said, yeah, sure. Well, a few pops later, and, you know, we didn't have cell phones back in the day. And yeah. for the younger listeners, they, they can't imagine, you know, being without cell phones. How would you communicate, Colin? Well, I get it. <laughs> yeah, you know, how, how do you even do that, right? So what happened was I had a couple buddies who sort of got their way into the NHL awards dinner. You know, I barely made it in. And my buddies are already in there, right? So I said, you guys, you got to spread the word. So they went home, they phoned a few people. And then I got home, you know, maybe about uh, five or six in the morning because it was, you know, just making sure everything was looked after at the awards. Help and clean up. Yeah, yeah help clean up That's and nice, do yeah. that. And then, so about eight o'clock in the morning, I go, I better go up and down my street. And, you know, and I then phoned a few more people and said, you know, you phone people and you phone other people and we'll just get as many people as we can. And I went up and down my street. I went to, you know, Basically, the first house was a, you know, a neighbor and a good friend, the, Mr. Goodman and, you know, Mrs. Goodman. And I grew up with their kids, but he was about 10 years older than my dad, you know, so he's about 75 at the time. And I said, hey, Mr. Goodman, I said, you know, and he, we hugged it out and congratulations and all that. I said, well, listen, I got the Stanley Cup coming to my parents' place. I said, you know, you got to come. And he goes, oh, I'd love to, but he goes, I got a dentist appointment. <laughs> I, was like, oh, I said, well, you know, here, give me the phone for a sec, you know, rotary dial, dun, dun, dun. you know, I had the cord that could go like 30 feet. So I'm on the phone. I talked to the dentist, you know, and I said, listen, you know, the 
receptionist and said, you know, we got this. He goes, tell him to come in whenever he wants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, big deal. So then I made my way up and down, and I coming back up, and there's this one guy, Mr. Carlo. He was a big German fellow. I grew up with his kids, too, but I put a puck through their window, like the basement window in, like, 1972, right? <laughs> and I'm like, oh. And, you know, I'm still nervous about it, right? So I knock on the door, and he answers. He goes, Colin Patterson, you put a puck through my window in 1972. <laughs> I'm like, okay, you know, Mr. Carl. So at least you recognize me. That's yeah. good news. I said, good you, know, thing you don't hold a grudge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I thought, yeah, I'd forgotten about it yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> I said, listen, we got the cup coming over, you know, to my parents' place. So, and I told people, just bring whatever you have to drink because in those days, you know, liquor stores weren't open all the time. Sure. They had the beer store and then they had the liquor store in Ontario. And so people were bringing homemade hooch and whatever yeah. they had. So, you know, nine o'clock, there's, a, a group of people, probably about 70 to 75 people on my parents' driveway. And, you know, I'm expecting this big armored truck to wheel in and deliver the cup and, you know, away we go. Well, you know, and people had made up signs too. A bunch oh, of my yeah. neighbors had made up signs. It was actually really neat. And, uh, so nine o'clock, nothing, nine fifteen. I'm like, I'm pretty sure he said today. Oh, but then boy. I'm going, you know, I don't even know Phil's last name. Right. Oh, I know it's yeah. Phil. It's so the, the cup, the cup, cup guy. guy. Yeah. You know, and I, I said, like Phil. I go, uh, you know, and I go. I don't even know how to get a hold of him, like to phone him. Yeah. And I gave him my parents' address. He didn't have Google Maps or any, you know, map no, hey. back no. in the day. You, <laughs> you figured it out, right? So I'm like, oh man, you know, this could be really ugly. And you know, obviously, everybody's starting to get a little, you know, once a cup mm-hmm. going. I can hear it. Yeah. And they're now they're starting to, to have a few of their drinks. And I'm like, oh, this could get ugly pretty quick. So you start a riot right Oh, here. yeah, right there in Rexdale. <laughs> Rexdale riot. Yeah, yeah. Be right reading about it again. Um, so about 9.30, this Toyota Tercel hatchback pulls up in my parents' driveway. I go flying down the stairs, and I'm driveway, and I'm going, get this thing, you know, because I think it's one of my buddies. Yeah, and it's like, sure guys, enough, not it's, now. Get your no, shit yeah. box out yeah. of Yeah, <laughs> and that's what I was, you know, basically going to say. So the, he rolls down the window. You know, there's no electric windows. He's yeah. rolling the window down, and it's, it's Phil Pritchard. I said, Phil, oh, thank goodness. I said, Where, when's the cup coming? He goes, I've got it in the back. So he has a he has a Stanley Cup in the back of his Toyota Tercel hatchback, wrapped in bubbled plastic. Yes. He's driven on the you know, 401 highway, busiest highway in Canada. And I go, oh, my goodness. So he pulls it out. We get it unraveled, and we just had a fabulous time. He was probably there for about five or six hours. And, you know, people were coming and going. Probably had, you know, 150 people throughout the, the day. And then Phil had to go and, and go somewhere else. But, you know, you couldn't. Now the rule is if, you've, if you haven't won the cup, you can't hold it. And I know why they have that rule. My buddies have oh, it yeah, over their yeah. head. They're, yeah, yeah. And we're, you know, we're drinking stuff out of it. But it was just, it was an absolute fabulous time. So fast forward about 20, 25 years later, I get a phone call from this lady in Toronto who works for some film company. And she goes, yeah, I'm, you know, I want, want to know about the, you know, when you had the cup. And I'm like, who put you up to this, you know? The Glanny or was yeah. it Pep? What have you, know, <laughs> what have you heard? Yeah, yeah. you know what's going here. on. Yeah, I know, I know. So I click, you know, and then phones back again. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bullshit. You know, click. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I get another phone call. It's Phil Pritchard. He goes, hey, Colin, it's Phil Pritchard. Hey, Phil, how you doing? That's Phil the cop guy. Yeah. 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 He, he goes, well, they're doing this thing on my top ten moments of my time with the Stanley Cup, and that's number one. And he goes, it was really the start of the modern day, day wow. with the cup. Yeah. Yeah. So now, you know, 
from that, they, you know, it took a couple of years to, I think, to get uh, probably some of the management on side with it. But then they started taking it to every player. Because back in those days, you know, I mean, obviously, if you're a big name player, you'd get it, you know, but uh, just for your average player, you weren't getting it. So when I got back to Calgary, I ended up getting it for another half day, you know, in Calgary, which was great. But yeah, that was that was the start of uh, the modern day day with a cup. And it's pretty neat to have that impact. And there's nothing like it. Because I've been fortunate enough, whether it's through work or whatever, when that thing shows up, yeah. it's unlike anything else. They don't care who, oh, the player, you want it, great. The cup is here. It takes over the room. It takes over the day. And you hear the argument all the time about, you know, Major League Baseball or NFL or whatever. They can take those trophies wherever they want. There is nothing like when the cup shows up in a room. Yeah, it it's is instant, instant celebrity status. And it's pretty special. And I mean, what people don't realize is, you know, your name goes on a ring on the cup. And once the one ring is full, then they take the top one off. So you're essentially, you know, if you can plan it right, you'd be on it for 50 years, which you go, oh, that's a long time. Now I'm going, I'm only on it for another like 12 or 14 years, <laughs> yeah. whatever it is. You know, yeah. six, another lockout, Gary. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, it's Logan awesome. O'Connor and Kale McCarr, oh, okay. Calgary guys, and I got to take my kids who were six at the time to go see Logan O'Connor at Flames Community Arena with, with the cop. Like, it is something, and their eyes are dinner plates, and the dads are getting a little misty, yeah. and even the moms are like, look at this. It's it's incredible. Yeah, because yeah. Braden Point did the same thing, too. Of he course. just showed up at yeah. Cardell oh, in the south yeah. there and just <clears throat> walked out onto the ice with the thing, and kids were playing summer hockey. It's, wow. Yeah. It's like... Maybe didn't know who Braden Point was, but it's somebody with the Stanley Cup. Cup yeah. This is the coolest thing ever. Those, you look back at those teams, and I was, we always have fun with Lanny because he is the nicest guy in the world. Everybody loves Lanny. You talk about being recognizable around the world and guy that gives back. But there, what was it like to win that thing for Lanny? Because you get a, emo- you get kind of nostalgic over time. But to know where he was at in his career and how hard he had worked and all that, because you knew it was the end for him. And I, I know that in Tampa Bay, they did Dave Andrichuk mm-hmm, and yeah. obviously Ray Bork with, sure. that had to have been something that meant a lot to you guys to see him finally get that thing. Absolutely. And we were like, I don't think people understand, like in the old rinks, the dressing rooms were like worse than a city rink, you know, and we had two dressing rooms in Montreal and they were sort of, you know, joined, but I mean, it was very disjointed the way the, the dressing rooms were and Lanny and I were dressing beside each other, but we had sort of a, a pillar between us. And I had just happened to get some new sticks that day, which is a longer story. Uh, but I was looking at Lanny and Lanny said to me, you know, I, you know, I've scored my first goal in the Montreal forum. I hope to score my last goal here. And, you know, it didn't really set in that, Hey, you know, he's telling me that he's probably going to retire, sure. but that's what he's thinking. And, and I'm just going crazy. I hope we get, I hope we even touch the puck this game, yeah. let alone you know, get a goal. <laughs> I, you know, I hope I stay out of the way of Gilmore and Mullen so they can play, yeah. you know? So it was really, you know, it was great. And then when, you know, we did win and you saw the look on his face and, you know, him hugging the cup. That is, photo is legendary stuff. It, yeah. He's just done. Yeah. He is absolutely exhausted. He's reached spent. His Everest, right? He has nothing left to give. It's yeah. an amazing photo. Yeah, and it was great, you know, and I mean, and that's what I mean when you talk about, you know, you we won one, which is great. You know, 
everybody compares us to Edmonton where they won five. Well, we still won one. You know, you, you can look at, you know, through those years, Vancouver, you know, Winnipeg, always. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Had a good team. Like, Couldn't I, get out of the d- damn division. Yeah, that, that was the problem. Smite division. You got two titans in there. Yeah, we had one year. We were, I think, we were number one, or Edmonton was one. We were two, and then uh, um, Winnipeg was number five in the league. Wow. You know that was in the league. Mm-hmm. You know, and then in our division, obviously, we we're one, two, and three. Round yeah. one. And yeah, somebody's gone. Yeah. Who deserves? Because you hear a lot about Theo. And you wonder about about Vernie, guys that should be in the Hall of Fame. Because you forget, you see Vernon that because the Red Wings had their celebration recently for, for whatever how many anniversaries. You talk about getting old with that rivalry yeah. series yeah, too. Right? Shanahan and Iserman and Fatisoff and all those guys come out. It's like yeah, you were he was in net for that one too. They don't win without him. You don't win without him. You got around, don't get around one without him. Yeah. And he, you know, he was MVP, obviously, in Detroit. Yeah. You know, and he was, it was between he and Al McInnes for MVP in our year. Con Smythe. Con Smythe, yeah, for the playoffs. And um, I think he should be in the Hall of Fame. I think, you know, Theo's got great stats. Another guy you can look at is Gary Roberts. Yeah. You know, when you look at Gary Roberts' stats versus uh, Cam Neely's, you know, yeah, on, he scored and Gary. Like fifty and fifty coming back from injury. Yeah, and he, Gary had yeah. a, a you know a life you know injury that mm-hmm. could have you know put him out forever, and he came back from that, which was absolutely incredible. Came back as an elite player. Yeah, like came back as one of the best players in the league and uh, feared. Oh yeah, he guys was feared him. Tough, tough as nails, and great guy. And you know, he really, that's when he sort of shifted, you know, and, and became sort of that guru on fitness mm-hmm. after know, he yeah. fixed his back. Right. Yeah. I remember he was, you know, I was, I was retired by the time, but he was, you know, using this, one of those Swedish, you know, 
balls that you get on and you do your exercise. He goes, yeah, you get on and, you know, you take the free weights, you do this. So I got on, I had it in, my, or in our bedroom, and I go, oh, you know, I get the free weights. Well, I, it catapulted me, like, fucking right into the dresser, and then I can fly him back. I go, I'm not touching this thing again. No more oh, yoga balls. Oh, yeah, I, I see it works for you. You're yeah, in great shape. shape. Great. I'm going to do what yeah. I do over here. So what's up for the, uh, we'll, we'll wrap it up with uh, another shot of the uh, the graphic and the, the toy drive, but f- between now, what, are you done shopping? We were talking about before we went on, about 11 days here. Yeah. In good I'm, shape. I'm one of those, you know, sort of last minute really? type guys. Yeah, yeah. it's surprising. Never uh, heard but, you know, I always think about, you know, what should I get? And then, then you know, in the last couple of days, it's easy to just go out and, and get it. That's that's my theory. It's not busy it. at all. You're the no. only guy there. Yeah, yeah, I'm the only guy there. So nice. Especially, you know, if you, if you take it even longer, you know, you catch a few other guys with the same mindset, yeah. and you can, you can chatter up, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. you might end up with the same gifts, you know, getting a you discount. You go F1, on. I'll go over yeah. here. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> exactly. Back to the yeah. till. Uh, Flames Canucks tonight. Not uh, Thoughts on that, but just what, uh, what you're seeing with this Flames team as we head into the new year well i think you know from here to the new year uh, could be the whole season i mean they've i think they got six or seven games a lot of them uh, you know against rivals and yeah finally some divisional games yeah those are games there they're they're four point games and where they are now in the standings as you guys talked about early on this is a, a huge game for them and you know it's just the the consistency hasn't been there from last year and obviously there's lots of things that have changed and you you'd hope that you know they can gel together and and be better but in order to do that you know you got to be healthy too as well and they've, they've had a few you know injuries and then your goaltending has to be you know top shelf too and i know that you know it's it's been up and down a little bit but uh that's what they need. They, you know, if they can get goalie to win a few games for them and get that confidence, and and then you start just clicking. And you know, you saw it last year, and uh, when things you know started to go well, they went well, and they they couldn't even tell you why they're going well. It's just it happens. And I don't know if it's a good thing, but we talk about it a lot sometimes. When you have really good goaltending, it'll hide a lot of the warts and a lot of mm-hmm. the flaws. And they don't have that goaltending right now. So I feel like you're seeing the flaws. The power yeah, play totally. could be better. The yeah. PK is pretty good. If that goaltending can start to really kick in, yeah, the I think flaws it has. aren't yeah. they aren't debilitating. No, you can overcome them with that's, better goaltending. That seven game skid we we're talking about was like, well, Hero hasn't been himself. The decor has been really loose. It doesn't look like a setter team. The work ethic sort of been just okay. Like these are all things that are going to get better. But again, yeah. you need those saves. Yeah, and you need them early on too. That's <laughs> been know, a they, thing too. I Hasn't think been you crazy? Know, part of it is they've been down, you know, one nothing in you know first minute or two, and mm-hmm. in quite a few games. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's tough because your your mindset as a player as well. You know, one is we we're behind. We got to get that back, but we got to get ahead. And sometimes you take risks that you don't normally take, and then all of a sudden you're down another goal. And if you can't score, then it's even tougher. Let's talk about the toy drive before we uh, be, before we let you go. Friday night, St. Louis Blues are in town. Bring your toys, drop them off. Alumni going to be there. Get your autographs all week at the Telus Sky Building, nice. six eighty five Center Street. I need my glasses. I'm getting a yeah. little pattern. I can barely oh, see on the screen. I got a pair here. And yeah. then uh, three <laughs> separate uh, locations downtown. You have the yeah. Eau Claire Tower, the Centennial Place, and I just need to move my uh, Devon Tower. There we go. Yeah. And Ots, big Ots, uh, myself and Mason Raymond will 
will be there tomorrow at the Telesky. Nice. So myself and a couple Good. of yeah. piece of eye candy for the ladies. So That's right. Watts doesn't age, hey? Is no, he, he doesn't. just like drink just, carrot juice and sleep in a hyperbaric chamber? What's going on with him? Uh, you know, it must be that. I, I'm not <laughs> sure. <laughs> But whatever beer he's drinking, I'm going to start buying. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, that's, that's and then Mason good. Raymond is, you know, I mean, you talk about our alumni, and we get a lot of young guys coming in, and, and Mason's one of them, you know, Curtis Glenn Cross, you know, Kami, all the, you know, Corey Sarich, a lot of these young guys coming in that are really great at being involved. Yeah. And I feel really good about the future of our alumni because of those guys. So Mason's down there tomorrow. We'll have a ton of guys. I think we've got, like, probably 12 or 16 guys going to be at the game on love it yeah on friday so it'll who's be the hot good. autograph it says you get an autograph if you're dropping off a toy yeah well a big big cue for patter yeah, but after yeah, you, yeah, you know, after, after you after i walk home with my hundred cards that i brought it's it's typically lanny you know, yeah. we, at that event we call him lanny claus lanny claus because <laughs> people sure. are lined up and i mean it's yeah. it's amazing the draw he has yeah. and still has and and then i think number two is commie yeah. You no, know, Mike Comer, people love him. I, I go, there's a guy who, who's made so much of playing here and being part of the community. I mean, yeah. he played, what, 13 games? He barely played more in the playoffs in 04 than he has regular yeah. seasons total ever in a Flames jersey. Yeah. Like, it's wild when you're like, oh, that must have been, what, three or four years of your life? He's like, no, nah, it was like three months. Yeah. <laughs> and it's crazy, Will, when you look at that. And obviously, you know, there's certain guys that, you know, age-wise, you know, the population might remember, they might not. Yeah. You know, but I always get, you know, at the game of who are you? you know, who are <laughs> Whose dad, dad are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm Colin Paris. He's playing. Oh, no. Huh. And then by the end of it, I just go, hey, I'm a friend of Lanny's. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah I, Lanny. Lanny. yeah. I played <laughs> with Lanny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Awesome work, man. Uh, we, we talk about it. It's just been years since I moved here and started doing this sort of thing. It's been you and Dana and Lanny, and you guys are still doing it today. So much money raised, so many people benefiting from all that you do. So as a Calgarian, thank you for all that. Only oh. team ever to raise Lord Stanley is a visitor in the Montreal Forum. Yeah, it was pretty special. No kidding. Yeah, great times. Well, thanks for having me on. And, you know, one Pleasure. guy that I, I should give a plug to is Croner. Uh, Croner came out last week. We were doing the superheroes of hockey. Oh, good. Superheroes yeah. is awesome. And it was great. And uh, he is such a good man. Like he, you know what? He, he deals with the kids really well too. So I think it's because he is still a child. I, that's my, uh, my thesis. Like that. yeah, there might be a few of us like yeah. that. You yeah. still have to be able to make that connection. <laughs> Got to be able to make that connection. Patter, good to talk <laughs> to you. Thanks for coming, thanks for coming well, by. Thanks for having me guys. You betcha. We're going to take a quick break <laughs> and back with the Pinder report. Stay there. Colin Patterson, good guy. Great. One of the best. And just a phenomenal storyteller, glue guy. Like, we love Narrative Street, but championship teams have a few guys like that. So all many stories. All of them. And I've I've heard a lot of them, and they are all good. They're all great stories. And it, yeah, every, every player has stories, but you need to have the ability to lay it out there. Yes. Great storyteller. Yeah. They had Electric Ave. We had the Red Mile in 04 as... Uh, University age Lugans, but it was Electric Ave. He is right about Commodore. Oh yeah, he's unique. He's a unique animal. I don't know that there is an athlete as famous for being in a city as he is for the incredibly tiny amount of time. 
guy that's kind of single, lives life by his own rules. He's driving the Uber. I'm here. I'm I'm doing Uber. I'm on spitting chiclets. I'm golfing. I'm in Europe. It's mm-hmm. He's, it's a fantasy camp. Where do I sign it's up? It's done well. And how I, much? You've missed the boat. I'm sorry. Uh, things to do here before uh, the end of the show. We've got some time here. I'm not r- rushing to get out of here, but we want to do the Pinder Report presentation uh-huh. of Village Honda. The $2 million buy-in event has been extended till the end of the month, so you've still got some time. You could win a cruise for two, only at Village Honda, Northwest Auto Mall, 7660 310th Ave Northwest, and online at villagehonda.com. It's the Pinder Report. All right, Dino, game day tonight, 8 o'clock. It is Vancouver in town, and, well, what did we know about tonight's game for the Flames? Not a lot before morning skate, as the statuses of Mackenzie Weger, who was ill and didn't play in Montreal, Chris Tanev, who got hit hard by a puck in the head and left the game in Montreal, and Elias Lindholm, who was dealing with something upper body and wasn't available in Montreal. Well, we've got some answers now. Lindholm skating in a regular line. That makes sense. Uyghur back after illness on a, his regular second pair. That makes sense. No Tanev, which probably isn't stunning given uh, the nature of his departure against Montreal. But two of the three in, certainly better than one of the three or none of the three uh, in what's suddenly a pretty big game as they come home with only two of a possible six points on that road trip. Did a little sniffing around yesterday as far as the uh, the injury or the status of Chris Tanev. Like you say, not a shock to see he's out today, but it sounds like maybe dodged a bullet things hopefully obviously yeah. things could have been a lot worse but we heard after post game that tests came back negative which was good news and that uh no time frame yeah but dodging a bullet is good news it is the vancouver canucks the canucks have been a soap opera right from the beginning of the season when the gm and the coach were contradicting each other brock besser his uh Lack of being traded over the summer, the extension for JT Miller, the latest chapter, never mind, you know, Rachel Dory speaking through a lawyer about her time at the team, accusing some things that were not done properly. Uh, Now it's their captain who's having a career year and might flirt with 40 goals, Dino, that is a UFA this summer, of course. Listen to the joy in your voice. And it's, uh, he had to release this statement just days ago. I am focused on this season and playing for the Vancouver Canucks, helping the team in any way I can. I will not have any further comments this year about my future. So we get wild speculation between now, the deadline, and potentially all the way into this summer when he could leave for Zippo. He's having a monster year. He's a very good player. He's a leader. They love him. Be awful for a team to have a player as a pending UFA come out and have a career year. Yeah. Can't think and of leave for nothing. Nothing. That doesn't feel like a lot. If you're wondering why it would be an issue for the Canucks, well, they, they just have had cap issues for seemingly, ever since our buddy Andrew Walker said there's no cap issues there, they've been right up against it. It's been a nightmare for them, Dean. And so as a quick little example of it, there's the Canucks blue line, which is generally regarded as one of the worst in the NHL. Quinn Hughes, good young player, not stout defensively. OEL, long since uh, his prime days. Tyler Myers was a third pair in Winnipeg on a very deep blue line, and now has finally worked his way down to third pair on a Canucks blue line despite making seven plus million dollars they're spending about 26 million dollars for this where waiver claim ethan bear is in the top four the calgary flames meanwhile if you understand want to understand why there's a cap pinch for their decor which is considered one of the better ones in the league even with oliver shillington gone uh 22 and a half million do you see where the issues could crop up dean i see what yeah i see what you're because they're not really comparable right 
Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the highest two paid defensemen on the Canucks couldn't crack the Flames top four. Now I'm not here to go curse the game and Tyler Myers and OEL each score, but a lot of the issues in Vancouver have stemmed from bad money on players that looked like they were in decline, a lot of term and not surprisingly, yeah, they were in decline and now we're married to these guys because they're, they're unmovable objects with their salaries, their contracts, and their cap hit. And some of these guys, specifically Oliver ekman Larson, is there and overpaid because they needed to shed other guys who were there and overpaid. So this it was just kind of circle, constantly this, yeah. kicking the can down Vicious the road. Vicious circle. It was Louis Erickson, Jay Beagle, and Antoine Roussel's money that got moved. One year left on all those deals. And just one more year of pain. Nope, we'll bring on seven years of OEL pain. Now, if at the end of the day it costs them Bo Horvat, but they keep JT Miller and Quinn Hughes, and I don't know what they're going to do with Brock Besser, Pedersen's but if, a UFA Elias Pedersen, if it if they can, is that Flames lost Johnny? Well, I don't. Flames were a very competitive team that won their division and lost Johnny. This is a team that missed the playoffs last year. Looks like they're going to miss this year, and would lose their captain and leading scorer. It's thinner margins there, and I don't know that it's working swimmingly here in a much more robust environment. They're not happy there. No. For sure. And it's owner down. A lot of the issues go right up to the owner's booth, uh, and you wonder who's making decisions and what's going on with the culture of the organization. As far as this year's team, they have no issues really scoring goals. I mentioned it earlier. Their power play since the middle of October is the best in the National Hockey League. Pedersen's been great, but they can't keep the puck out. Thatcher Demko, even before getting injured, was not having a Demko-like season, I guess. Nope, not at all. Because he's kind of established his career worst year. So now it's Spencer Martin and Colin Delia. The other thing, Brock Besser, a lot of talk about his production. He's playing with Sheldon Drees as his center. I don't even know if I'm saying that guy's name right. I know. That's who Brock Besser's playing with. Okay. So he's on the third line and not scoring. It reminds me of last year when Elias Pettersson was on the fourth line and not scoring. First meeting between the two. Canucks here again on New Year's Eve. Flames don't play in Vancouver until March 31st. Is that when the eight months of rain are done or no? It's still in there. I don't know how that okay. works. <laughs> it's just, there's, I get it's the schedule and I don't want to make the schedule and people always bitch about the schedule, but some there oddities. are some weird yeah. oddities for sure. The other one is they go to Edmonton once and they play Edmonton as many times as they play St. Louis, the Flames. Like, oh, that was a weird one this yeah. year. Odd. Uh, we'll move along. So that's the story tonight, eight o'clock. Big game for the Flames who aren't f- clear of the Canucks. They're absolutely right there beside them in the standings and the Flames need to get things moving here with some divisional games coming up. Pattern nailed it. A lot of divisional games and a lot of hockey between now and Jan 1 that will set up, you know, the second half of the year. Where are you? Are you fighting for your life or can you start to work on some things here? We'll move along. NHL, big night last night. Um, I think it probably speaks to a player's skill level when something that we would have thought was impossible doesn't even awe us anymore because we've seen it so much. It would be like living in the city where Superman was and just seeing a guy zip around and, you know, solve crimes. You just take it for granted. That is officially where we're at with Connor McDavid. Watch this goal and no one even blinks. Like, here we go. Yeah, just steaming through the neutral zone. One, two, three, beat your goalie and raise my arms. Mm-hmm. And it's just another. It's not even like that. That is the best goal of flame has scored this year, except it's McDavid's like eighth worst goal of the year. Yeah, and there's there's three guys. Yeah, that are just one, two, three. Yeah, yoink. And it's like who got the who who left the puck for him in the neutral zone? That's that's a lovely assist. The D yeah, zone primary, apple. Yeah, primary <laughs> assist on that. 
Love it. Uh, wasn't the only pretty goal last night. Let's go to Calgary boy Braden Point and the Tampa Bay Lightning who uh, put up some numbers last night. Point, uh, we talked about it bringing the cup to Calgary a couple times in the last four years. This one is another, this is a McDavid-esque one. Look at, oh, see ya! And what was crazy? Look at the backhand, chintzy little backhand. This reminds me of the, was it the Phillips breakaway goal? Yeah, it goes back up over the Yik. left shoulder. Oh, saucy. In Tampa, they were kind of riding him earlier in the game, and his celebration, he kind of skates around the net, and he's holding his hand up to his ear. So now what do you got to say? a quiet couple weeks, but he's now exploded his last three games. Tr- and come home. Just yeah, come bring home. him home. Bring, bring him, him home. home. You know what? He they don't like you there. We Florida. love you here. They're just easy. One for one. The deal was one for one. And uh, speaking of, of hot blades and players staying hot, Tage Thompson continues to rage. Rage Thompson's what we're hearing. Uh, here's the 82-game pace after another pair last night. So pace for 65. Has Ovi ever hit 65? I'm not saying he's going to get there, no, but this is the type of third of a year he's had. 44 points in 29 games. You mentioned another two last night. 125-point pace. Not tap-ins. No. Just wiring wristers from all over the ice. Bottom of the list, read it out for me. Can you see that? 167 high-danger chances. And? Uh, All of the highlights. That's right. He's He's got got all the highlights. 100% of the highlights. Uh, He's not the only Sabre having a good year. I wish we had Rhett because it's kind of like if anyone was saying, oh, Rasmus Dahlin's breaking out this year. Well, you weren't paying attention to last year. Uh, Darlene is almost a point per game player over his last 82 games. And that's another saber that's having a year. Oh, 72 in his last 82, 20 goals for a D man. Do we see 20 for a D man ever? That sounds pretty good. And Craig Anderson is Whew. 90 years old. Yeah. Shut out last night. I don't know that he should be allowed to, to wheel in there on, on the old, uh, with his cane. Like that's an extra piece of equipment in the crease. 40. Not fair. 43 career shutouts for Craig Anderson. Are you serious? Yeah. 43? Former Flame. Ooh. I'd forgotten that. Uh, Ovi, speaking of ageless wonders, 37-year-old year, three away from 800, so maybe we'll keep a mic and a camera on him just to see what happens. I saw that yesterday. It's like, oh, if Ovi gets a hat trick tonight, he could hit it. Like, he's 37. Okay, that's reaching. He's going to get a hat trick tonight. Can we recalibrate the expectations? He can't just ask for a hat trick whenever you want one, right? Well, maybe you can. Or hat trick. Or hat trick. Have a yeah. look here. Look and listen. They had him mic'd up. Was he mic'd up? Yes. Well, I think they had Chelios and some. And there it is. 800. <laughs> Alexander Ovechkin has done it. And here come the hats. And the team. On the road, the hats, Steve. <laughs> you have just witnessed the 800th goal for Alex Ovechkin. Cleared the bench. Have a listen. Samantha with a great four check. And just flips it right over to Ovi and boom. But it's oh. amazing of how Ovechkin always is in the right position. Never goes by the net. This always is an Ovi chant in Chicago. Make a play to him. That's why he's one of the greatest, if not the greatest goal scorer in our game. Well, Chicago. Our game. Great and hockey town. Showing yeah. again tonight. Three goals. What a performance. This is great. Yeah, uh, the three goals. He's got them in his hand. Here's the picture of him after the hat trick. What if three Hatties on the night? Because what, uh, Hyman had the Hattie? Someone else had a Hattie last night in the NHL. There, yeah, not bad. He's getting. Uh, he's got those natural highlights coming in, but he's still scoring like it's it's dark hair. It's like a Fu Manchu thing going there. Too. Yeah. There's Ovi mic'd up. 
Thank you, bro. That's thank you. It's awesome. 240. It's very healthy, durable, and uh, good at scoring goals. Dude. I think on the Capitals website, they've put together a video of all 800 goals. It takes about 15 minutes, but it's amazing to watch because they are not little dribblers. They are one-timers. They are wrist shots. It's amazing watching the way he has gotten to 800. Multiple standing ovations on the road in Chicago last night at Hattrick. If he catches Gretzky or not, he is the greatest goal scorer in league history. And I don't know. I, I, I get there will be an argument there, but the way he I scores really the there goals is an argument there. Yeah. in this day and age of goaltending with the gear and everything. Yeah. And I still think he does get by Wayne, but he is the most pure goal scorer we've ever seen. With him scoring at this pace, even if he cools off, he'll hit 50. If he gets to 50, all he needs is a couple 30-goal years, and he's basically there. Here's all the goalies he's beaten, Dean. There's 165. Alex, putting you on the spot, let's just zoom in and look around because we found some – there was a while where there was some Flames goalies that it was like, can, where are we finding these humans and where are they going? I see a little Kari Ramo down to the right. we got – there's Habib. I don't know. That's uh, – we're not going home. Uh, there's oh, Ladar. Ladar has been beat by him. How about that? Chris Osgood. There's Dom Hasek, the Hall of Famer. I saw Kipper is That's in there. Freddie Anderson with the hair matching his jersey. There's McElhenney in there. Yeah. There's bald Craig Anderson. If you go all the way to the right, Rose Alex, and then the right margin, you can see Jason LaBarbera looks like he's a roadie for like, uh, where Dang. is it? There he is, yeah, with yeah, the, with the purple. Is. Yeah, that's Did, good. Are you traveling with Limp Biscuit? Are you one of the crew guys? That's Barb. awesome. <laughs> Love Barbs. And there's your boy, Kari Ramo, name bar on TV every night. Yeah. How about that? Eh? Well, he let, I think it was 500 or 600. He has one of the... One of the milestones as well in there. That's a so lot of guys that he's embarrassed, eh? There's Mike Smith on the left. Rest in peace, Ray Emery. Kevin Weeks breaking news every day. Oh, congrats, guys. Always in there. Mm. Wow. Mm. It's a lot of guys. Um, and finally, from last night, if we didn't need, we didn't need any more confirmation. But just a reminder, the Anaheim Ducks really fucking suck. <laughs> They're awful team. Jeez. They're awful. Awful, awful, awful. Here are the Duck stats from the year. Still... One, regulation, win. It's almost Christmas. Pat Verbeek, are you doing okay? Has he just locked his office door? Is he in the fetal position under his desk? On pace for 46 points. If there's a year you're going to stink, try and win the lotto. It's Connor Bedard year. Last in goals for, last in goals against. See, that's not easy to do. It's not. Yeah. And they've had a lead for about six minutes a game is on average. That's not very much. And granted, they played the Leafs who are on an almost The Leafs good guys weren't even good. It was like the bottom six of the Leafs lit them up. I couldn't hit my bet because it was just plumbers scoring all the goals. Kerfoot had a pair. 15 game point streak for the Leafs. Their team record is 16. Jeez. So it's kind of an all-time clip. I think them. Mark Spector's on the Christmas card list since that tweet. They've been you on can't help yourself. Uh, let's go to Buenos Aires, Dean, which is in the beautiful country of Istanbul. Close. Istanbul is a city in Turkey, but no, it's actually in Argentina where the light blue and the white all the way to the World Cup final awaiting their opponent today. It'll be the victor between Morocco and France. Do they like soccer slash footy in Argentina? Right along with this camera here. Get the sound up too. This is unbelievable. This is like uh, drone footage. So, what this is. Does nobody work in Istanbul? This is. Uh, imagine there was like 50 countries good at hockey and Canada won gold. It's bigger than that. Not just like seven countries good at hockey. 
It's summer there, too. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Jeez. Then later in the night, we have another shot uh, from above. Is uh, they, they just they're happy to party and celebrate this team? Leo Messi going for his first World Cup. Yeah. Look at that. That's all those little tiny dots. Each of those is a human. <laughs> I wish I was there. I know you do. <gasps> I was gonna say I'd be on a bender for the ages. So many pinders in that photo. Good God. Uh, yeah. Right. And finally, just uh, it was good to get the fellas from the Barn Burner Flames Nation out for a little lunch yesterday. Holiday season. Good to shake paws. It was nice. Share a pint. Yeah. And uh, Merry, Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. So we got a few guys yeah. kicking around, but not everybody is going to be available. Of course, Red yeah. is never available. No. But, uh, you know, we went out and had... Uh, the core of the yeah. Calgary-based Barn Burner team had, right. uh, had, had a little lunch yesterday. It was nice. I went with the mac and cheese. I had a little nap after. It was fantastic. Did you have a nap? I figured Oof. you might. I just shut my eyes for 20 minutes. The five pints didn't add to that, did it? It wasn't five, but it was a, that, that cherry porter, six and a half percent. It'll hit you. Yeah, I know. Good stuff. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But, um, and there it is. Look, see, there's there's the Wolverine, yeah. front right. Dean's leaning in behind him. And there's uh, Princey and I on the left side of the table. So which one's Princey and which one's the Wolverine? Uh, Princey's got the hat that says uh, CGY. Oh, and Wolverine has the hat that says B. Because they're similar... Yeah, I mean, they're both, yeah, they're pretty much, they're twins, I think. You came up with the nickname. He does look a lot like a Wolverine. Honestly? Especially in that show. I'm I'm not great at a lot of things, but nicknames, I feel like I got a good handle on. I can can lay them out pretty good. Well done. Wolverine. Mm -hmm. So shout out to uh, fellows, happy holidays. That's your Pinder Report. There you go. Village Honda, come and experience the only redesigned 2023 Honda CRV at Village Honda, your dealership for life in the Northwest. Auto Mall, villagehonda.com. Oh, you were for doing, life. I thought you put your hand up to say something. For life. I'm sure what that was. Let's do our Betway bets of the day. The, uh, the Flames and Canucks, we kind of go with the game. If the Flames were in action, yeah, why we not? go it's with right? the, uh, the game of the day. I was looking for, man, I just... Not a lot of value on there, heavy Not a lot of value, not a lot of value. So I kind of... Total power play goals. Oh? I'm going over one and a half. Really? Now, I know the Flames' power play hasn't looked good, Except. and the Flames or the Canucks are coming off a shutout loss. They get Lindholm back on power play but one. Prior to that, the Canucks had been pumping in the power play. Their power play's been good. I'm going over one and a half. So just going to be two. Plus 130 total power play goals. And I'm going to... It was one of these kind of specials that they had on the Betway app. Yeah. Flames win money line. Yep. Elias Pettersson... One or more points, plus 110. I looked at that. I like that. Patterson's just been awesome of late. There's Patterson, a lot of problems in Vancouver. He's not one of them. 16 uh, points in his last 12 games. A lot of points coming on the power play, whatever, whatever that's worth. So those are my two picks today for Bedway. I'm, I've got some similar vibes with you. I, I sort of feel a low-scoring game. Markstrom's been really dialed in lately. The goals haven't come easy for the Flames. Markstrom against his old team. We've seen some really sterling performances. So I'm going to take the under five and a half. That pays plus 135. And I'm also on uh, Pedersen with a point on the power play paying plus 135. Not exactly what you bet, but some similarities there, some overlap. And I just wouldn't be surprised if this is a, a Jacob Markstrom signature. I'm back. This is my crease, baby. Thank you, Dan, for the two-week breather. There you go. Those are the Betway bets of the day. Uh, nearly out of time. Wanted to mention, 
it, go to flamesnation.ca. Mm. Today is the final day for the Top Shelf Elf Christmas campaign. We're taking all of the dough and handing it over to Closer to Home. Closertohome.com is their website, but we have 10 auctions up for grabs. They close at 10 o'clock tonight. Also, the donation page, uh, the donations, and thanks to everybody who has found a way to do it. They've gone up here in the last couple of days. We'd love a last charge here in the last 12 hours or whenever, whenever you listen to this. 10 p.m. Mountain Time tonight. For every donation, 10 or more bucks, you get a South Street Burger Burger it's voucher. Like That's awesome. $25 or more, you're entered into the draw for a men's watch and a women's watch. Uh, Tiso watches from Gem by Carity. And, of course, the auction items. Uh, awesome. So, so much. ATB Financial came in with a couple, but they are great packages up for grabs that again 100% of the proceeds going to go to adopt a family for Christmas via closer to home man I'm really impressed we talk about our boys our guys people that love the show for whatever reason listening to us dopes but we got I'm looking four packages over a thousand bucks that's that's unbelievable that's incredible and the auction is again it is awesome but I know I was talking with uh, the Wolverine yesterday and the donations because if you're you're putting the bids in, you're hoping to win something. If you're donating, donating, you're you're donating. Yeah. So that yeah, is, and you know what, like you might not have a thousand bucks to throw on an auction item, but you might have a hundred to help someone have Christmas. Both of the links, FlamesNation.ca. You'll find them along the top. Can't miss them. Uh, tomorrow we will have uh, retro back. We'll do Ask Rhett. You can get your questions in nowish if you yeah, like do it. for Hope Street. There's Rhett. Look, he's waiting. Good to see Rhett. Turn the lights on, Rhett. The email address, askret at flamesnation.ca. If you want to do it on social, use and the I've hashtag askret. I've already had a couple people slide into the DMs with some questions. I said, right. why are you asking me this? Rhett played in the league and ask Rhett's tomorrow. Yeah. Don't be asking me these questions. So that's coming up on the program tomorrow. Who do you like tonight? I like Markstrom tonight. I kind of do too. The Don't let in one early, like Patter said. Yeah, But the way he played the other night, you hate that you didn't get two points, yep. but it's encouraging to see how he's bounced back. And if you look at the big body of work from Montreal, you had Stone and Zadorov as a top four when you lost. Yeah, Uyghur didn't go, and then Tanev's out. You didn't have Lindholm. Kadri was gone for a bit. I mean, that was the, like, hang on with for dear life, try to get some points. They got a point. Uh, they're healthy now. I shouldn't say healthy, but like Lindholm is in, Uyghur is in. Uh, I would expect the the lines and the power plays to look a little better because there's a little more continuity and there's not the few, the big shuffle we saw from the other night. And first peak at Vancouver. Yeah. Weird that we're this close to Christmas. I haven't seen the Canucks yet. And by New Year's, we'll be sick of them. Or not. We'll see. <sighs> One of us will. No question. <laughs> Rhett back tomorrow. We'll be back tomorrow. Maybe. Have a uh, great rest of your day, everybody. See ya. See ya.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.